Welcome to Super Spuds. You're Hardy. Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Chindrika. Hello. Why why do you sound so dejected about saying hello? Why do you always say that I sound dejected? <laughs> I'm just myself living my life. I don't I don't know how I feel about being dejected or sounding dejected all the time. Well, okay, so just now you're all like chipper, but when you said hello, you're like, yes, hello. No, that's not even what happened. No, I said, yes, hello. Mm. Oh, a, okay. I, so I'm just sitting like... here with a big old smile on my face. How is that dejected? <laughs> Can't you hear my smile? All right, now I can. <laughs> uh, hi. That was hi. a close call, let me just tell you. Okay. Starting that recording. Ooh, uh, there's some stuff happening over here. It's gonna be a. I asked, it's gonna be an episode. Let's just say. I asked if you were ready, and you said you were. So. I thought I was. Uh huh. Uh huh. Are Are we recording? Oh, we're going. Okay. Okay. This is the intro. <laughs> I just want to make sure because I can't repeat that. <laughs> so anyway, hi. Hi. We had a little week off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting back into the Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about the episode that aired on February 24th, The Book of War, Chapter 1, Homecoming. Let me so, let me just preface this um, this analysis that we do, this podcast. By asking, how many books are there? Is this the last book? <laughs> I, I I think so because uh, this is episode fourteen, I believe, of the season, and I want to say that the season only has sixteen episodes. So, all right, we have an episode coming up next week, and then I don't know when the episode after that's going to air yet, just yet. But I think we're in the home stretch. All right, the homecoming stretch. Mm. Poignant. Chandrika, what an episode, huh? Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. But also, this was an episode. Mm-hmm. You're right. It you was an what? episode. Let me take the reins on this one. Usually, you're the one doing all the the who's it, what's it. So, uh, we had um, PTSD. We had mm-hmm. addiction. We mm-hmm. had uh, uh, exposition on the interaction between Lady Eve, Lala, and Tobias. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Gamby explaining <laughs> the history of the ASA. I thought you were going to say a different thing about Gamby, but go on. No, 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 no. We'll get to that. That's a whole, but that's like a minor thing that I want to get to. But like, okay. those are the big points. <clears throat> of this episode, you know? We also got an origin story. Of who? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, Gamby okay. explaining the, the, ah, the ASA. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, where do you want to start? Well, first of all, I think my complaint last week was that it seemed like uh, Wayne Brady was just like the celebrity one-off guest star that they got. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's up? Mm-hmm. But they listened to our podcast and they listened to my complaints. We're like, you know what? 
we're going to turn Wayne Brady into like a real person. Yeah, we're going to rewrite the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> and by rewrite, we mean actually start to introduce the story. Yeah. We're only three seasons in, but the big bad has actually been introduced. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of... Um, didn't they do something similar in like Arrow or something where there was like some uh, some like villain that had been around for so long? Are you talking about Malcolm? What's his name? Malcolm Merlin? No. No. no okay. No. There was like maybe it wasn't Arrow, but there was some show that was similar where like uh, there was this person that was like actually the the like villain and was like leading the charge the whole time but like nobody knew and then they finally introduced him and then they were like done in like half a season or something like that Mm. Mm. that sounds like it's like a thing i don't know which specific one you're talking about though that's all right it could have been something else um anyway so uh which which where are we going uh, I was just excited that when Brady came back. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of other things, but uh, at the end of the episode, I was like, oh, wow, they're like, they're doing stuff. Yeah, they seriously made Wayne Brady make Malcolm X look like Brian Gumble in this episode. <laughs> Again inside joke but if you get it oh you're probably busting up right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you don't get it you probably hate me for saying it again (laughs) oh well (laughs) um yeah it's good to see him back because i was i was pretty up in the air about how that last episode ended Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's like uh he's basically like uh somewhere between Captain America and Wolverine. Okay. I mean he, I think he's more like well yeah, he's he's somewhere between those two. He's like a cross of those two characters. Hmm. Right? Because uh Wolverine is like 176 or something like that. Mhm. And like Captain America didn't have powers but then he like had powers, you know. But like mm-hmm. apparently uh Tyson Sykes, I think that's the, mm-hmm. the dude's name. He mm-hmm. had um he had the gene, mm-hmm. but it hadn't started expressing itself. Right. Yeah. What, right. what the uh the kids call a recessive gene. <laughs> that's exactly how that works. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> See, I might not have been a nuclear pharmacist, but I know one or two things about uh <laughs> about uh science. The the recessive metagenes. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. once they started poking and prodding with them, then he uh, he. Um, it all comes to the surface, and he can yeah. do all the things. Yeah, so you know, in that way, he's like Wolverine, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's kind of interesting that uh, he's super old. It didn't mm-hmm. say exactly how long. Well can be said that the United States has been doing this with the ASA or whatever for like 70 years or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the like timeline's a little weird there. So 
you know, I, I would assume that that means that Gravedigger is like roughly a hundred years old, mm-hmm. right? Because he would have been mm-hmm. in his like late teens, early twenties when it first started, and then who knows how long the experiment on him, and who knows how long he was like uh, under their control before going rogue, you know? I mean, so like that ties in with him uh, being experimented on like right around World War Two, right? Because if he was born a hundred years ago, then he would have been like prime army age for world war ii mm-hmm. so okay i buy that so that's like right around when captain america was being created mm-hmm. i always get confused about world war one and world war two to be honest was captain mm-hmm. america a one or two uh two okay all right because he was um fighting the red skull who was, was like basically hitler nazis right yeah. yes okay cool yeah. And although Germany did have a a, a hand in World War One, it mm-hmm. was slightly different in what they were doing then. Yeah, that was no Archduke Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> sorry, that was before my time. You see. <laughs> what? I'm how not, old are you? I'm are not you? Are bigger. you? Oh, oh, okay. All right. I've only lived through. Uh, two and a half wars maybe okay i i don't know if are we still in the same war is is this the same uh the long war yeah is is this the same one (laughs) or have we changed to a new one yet who knows Hmm. i think that we're not counting them the same way anymore Mm. Mm -hmm. we just like do things now Mm. cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah anyway um yeah uh so he's old mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like apparently uh, the reason that all the stuff is happening which is so this this whole like i i didn't know what was in this briefcase nobody well nobody really talked about what was in this briefcase and i think that was kind of a good foil for them to be able to do this sort of thing you know yeah like, yeah they weren't really i've I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouths, but it seems like they weren't really sure what the backstory was Mm -hmm. or uh, what really anything was that was happening. And it was sort of just evolving as the story was going along, which is fine. There's nothing like Mm -hmm. against that. Um, Yeah. But like because they had this like trump card to play, they could Mm -hmm. pull out basically anything, you know, and they used Mm -hmm. it and they used it in Mm -hmm. like a an interesting way. Because, mm-hmm. like, it tied in a lot of stuff, right? So it's it said uh, it had, like, the history of everything, right? Mm-hmm. It also had, like, this rolling database that just yeah. updates all the time. That's what I was surprised about. Like, I don't know uh, briefcases that have power sources that yeah. connect to things like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this briefcase is amazing. They, they didn't even yeah. touch on the fact that nobody's been, like, plugging in a USB cable to charge this thing, you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's just always had power ever right. since forever, you know? I bet it's nuclear powered because like that just makes it magical, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so haven't we seen Tobias use it? Because like a season and a half ago or so, Tobias had that like severed finger mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. That he, he was, carried around. He was opening it up. Yeah, and he was using it to like look at the pod kids, right? Yeah, something like that. 
Because, like, that's how he knew that there were pod kids to, like, try to kidnap and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he did with them. Yeah, I'm pretty hazy on that. Yeah. But, like, even when they were showing bits and pieces of the briefcase, they weren't explaining what it was, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, basically we just got people opening up the briefcase and then, like, their face being covered in, like... Green light. Green light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it was just, like, you know, that, oh, I'm looking at the, like, information superhighway or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it was very real because apparently that is the information superhighway because all, <laughs> all information goes through that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anytime they find a new meta, it's somehow synced into that thing. Do you think Al Gore made this briefcase? No, it's before his time. It's got to be. Oh. Right? Oh, yeah. No, okay, so I it's like. I don't know. I was trying to make a joke, <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything quick enough. <laughs> so it's like pre DARPANET. Mm hmm. Who okay. knows? I mean. Who knows? Maybe, it's, maybe it uses a meta. Maybe there's like a little tiny meta inside the briefcase that's mm. just uh, connected all the time, right? No. But you know what I mean? No. Like, who knows how it actually is powered? I'm sure yeah. I'm sure they'll open another briefcase that'll explain how that briefcase is powered. <laughs> I like that they're, like, starting to tie things together, though, because, like... So the thing that struck me with this episode was that every single thing that they're bringing up today... I may have watched this episode today. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um all the things, like, when they first got introduced to us, I was like, what are they doing? What, why are they doing these, like, throwaway episodes? I don't get it. Because, like, the whole Purdy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the first time they brought in the Purdy, well, that one lady that was, like, the villain of the day, like, with mm-hmm. the first Purdy mm-hmm. uh, two-parter, like, I don't think she ever showed up again, right? Not yet. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so they're like they're bringing things back from like way back when. Like, Lady Eve is literally coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the things that I had issues with were that they seem to have started out with such a tight story, and then they're like doing random things that were like one-offs. But now they're like bringing all the threads back together. So. It's kind of cool. They're like mm-hmm. knitting it all back together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. They got you hooked with a really good uh, first couple of shows. Mm-hmm. And then they started world building instead of doing what mm-hmm. most shows do, which is world building and then trying to get you hooked. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's the same pattern they did with like Gravedigger, too. They were like, oh, here's this like badass and, uh, they put him in all these like action scenes and like showed off all his powers and stuff. And then afterwards in like the narrated voiceover, like told you who he actually was, you know? And like, that that's kind of cool. Cause a lot of shows don't do that. A lot of shows just like, like you said, do the world building first. And it's like, I want to read a textbook first before I get to the fun parts. For what it's worth. I think they should have did that the other way around. Like if they, oh, yeah. if they had, a, well, for him in particular, if they'd have introduced him in like season one, <laughs> I think that would have been better overall for the show. But you know, what do I know? <laughs> I mean, Odell doesn't even know about this dude, right? That's surprising because isn't Odell like as old as Gravedigger? 
<laughs> no. See, that's the thing. Odell's just a little tight compared to Gravedigger. <laughs> For yeah, all we right. know, Gravedigger could be Odell's dad, right? Mm, mm, mm. He could be Alvin Pierce's dad, for all we know. Maybe Gravedigger mm-hmm. is actually the the like godfather of all metas, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he is mm. the one. Is he like the Genghis Khan of metas? Could be. Mm. Very well could be. He's old enough. Mm. No, but that's not true, right? Because like Alvin Pierce yeah. didn't have, uh, uh, what's it called, you know? The reason people have uh, metapowers now is because there's also experiments. It's not because mm-hmm. they uh, naturally, whatever. But okay, so that's like, sorry. Oh well, I was just gonna say like they're so it made the whole like vaccine thing make more sense because it's not like the vaccine gave people metapowers; it activated their recessive genes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I didn't quite understand how that worked before today. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But speaking of genes, they did touch on uh Meta's genes being hereditary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then passing down from one generation to the next. But they mm-hmm. didn't touch on the fact that Anissa's powers aren't electricity based. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll get to that next episode. <laughs> I mean, we did bring it up before, but sometimes these episodes run long and you can't really listen to everything that we say, right? So maybe you need a little refresher that you should try to explain how if they're hereditary, they're different as well. You know? Mm-hmm. I hmm, I just had a weird thought. That uh Anissa's not actually um what's his name's yeah. daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Could yeah. be. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some gravedigger level of uh uh planning you know mm-hmm. where where like you introduce this other thing get this whole storyline going and then oh we got to patch this hold on a second <laughs> uh turns out she was adopted or it turns out when and jefferson weren't together or something you know like something all that you didn't expect the whole time you know I did like that Jennifer called herself Black Lightning 2.0. <laughs> you know it improved. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that'd be a that'd be a real turn, huh? If Anissa was their half sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be there'd be a lot of stuff to deal with there. I mean, Lynn's like got her demons, you know, but like, hmm. Oh, Lynn. <laughs> yeah. Or adopted. It doesn't have to be um, like blood, right? That's true. Okay. Huh. But like that would be, I feel like that would be rough more on Anissa and Jennifer than anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how it would play out. It also depends yeah. on whether this thing's hereditary or not, you know? If it's not hereditary, then this whole thing flies out the window. But mm-hmm. who knows? That's, you know, that's just, woof, there was a whole thing, right? Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. but then uh, there was something about Brandon's dad mm-hmm. who apparently also had meta powers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all right. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, how old is Dr. Jace? I don't know. She's supposed to be like the same age as Gamby, right? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I don't think I understand how old people on TV are always. Mm. Yeah. You know, makeup and like casting. <laughs> Who do you think is older? Gravedigger or Tobias? Mm. Gravedigger. All right, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> That also makes sense. Uh, yeah, so so uh, Gamby went back to his old ways. Well, no, hold on, hold on a minute. Let's 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 parlay some stuff, right? Because I've got an order for this. I'm I'm running the show today. So I see that uh, Gamb- There was that whole thing about Khalil and painkiller and PTSD, and mm-hmm. Gamby like trying to explain everything, and like mm-hmm. that that section made me think we were in for like an after school special. Because then, in like a couple scenes later, there was like Lynn and her addiction, and mm-hmm. like it was, excuse me, it was getting very cheesy, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also very emotional. Mm-hmm. The Khalil part, not so much, but the uh, addiction part was kind of jerking the tears, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Gamby's role in this was very like, mm, let's say white saviory. Right. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> right. Okay. This is this is the vibe that I get from the Gamby character is that he's like he's he's a a, a good guy nowadays. Uh huh. But like he's also like the one that saves all the black kids, you know. And he's like, is he working off of guilt? Yeah, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. White guilt, as they call it. Right. And like. I don't know if that's the intent, but that's like the vibe that I sort of get from him, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he saved Jefferson, he saved TC, he's trying to save uh, uh, Khalil. And like... Does Gamby have white friends? Good question. But like, it's weird, right? Because it's kind of like that, but it's also kind of not like that, right? Because like mm-hmm. he is the reason that he has to save all these people. Because he right. forced them to all become metas, you know? So it's not mm-hmm. like... It's not like it's actual white guilt. It's act. It's like personal guilt. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. I've I've given it a pass this whole time because it it's it is him trying to make amends for the things that he's done. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then in this episode, that whole like PTSD thing was happening, and I was, it was just like a little bit too much, you know. And mm. so I was gonna like call it out, but then they uh so so usually when Gamby's like torturing somebody, the person he's torturing is like a white man, like all the time, you know, Mm. like he rarely tortures women and he rarely tortures black people. He Mm. like usually just tortures like white dudes. Mm. But in this episode, he cut the eyeball out of some black dude. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that was retribution for me thinking that he had like white guilt. So (laughs) I don't know where I'm at is what I'm trying to say right now. And he was doing it as a message to Lady Eve. Yeah, yeah, right? So, like, I I feel like that uh, centered Gamby a little bit more for me in that he's not actually just, like, uh, you know, I'm I'm anti-white and pro-black, you know what I mean? Because he's, Mm. like, you know, like, like that was the vibe that I was getting from the character. Gotcha, Uh, gotcha. But now it seems more like he's just a normal character and 
he's got his guilt, but he's trying uh-huh. to convince for it, and he doesn't actually uh, take sides based on like the race of the character. You know. Gotcha. Okay. Does that make you like him more? Uh. uh or not? Yes, anything. I think. Okay. I I don't know if it's more. Uh, maybe I think it removes the dislike I had. Is that a thing? Can it not mm-hmm. increase the like? <laughs> <laughs> it removes the negative, but doesn't increase the positive. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. So I feel like that's still a net positive, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, net, sure. Gross, no. <laughs> that's how that works, right? Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So that's that's my whole deal with Gamby. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, Not for the whole we... episode, just for Gamby. Hmm? What? What was that? Can we what? What did you just say? Can we what? Okay. Um, can we talk about Lady E for a minute? Sure. So I forgot how much she just like runs the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she's she's good at what she does. Um and the people around her, well, like the people who work for her, like understand that she's like the boss. But the people who think that they come on, like come up against her, just like completely underestimate her and are so stupid. It seems like in comparison. So you mean like, like Lala? and Devante, mm. yeah. So like Devante comes up to her club, and he's like, "Okay, well, I'll take one of your girls," and then like. In her in her establishment, he just like starts spouting out everything and like, come on, dude, do you not know what you're doing? Like talking to mm-hmm. like well, your boss. I think that's because they gave him a uh, a what's it called in his drink. Oh, did they slipped a Mickey in there? Oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Devonte is not like. As stupid as I thought he was. Well, he's pretty dumb for <laughs> taking up Eve on her offer. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, and then, like, the whole uh, Lala Simon Says situation, uh, I forgot that it had come from Lady Eve originally. Or did we already know that before? I don't know, but I think if we didn't know it, there was an inkling. Yeah. Because Tobias doesn't know how to do anything on his own. Well, that's not true. (laughs) He knows how to be a criminal mastermind, let's say. But he doesn't have, like, technology, you know? Mm. Mm. Any of the technology that you see with Tobias is from someone else. So I feel like, you know, there's, like, innovators who, like, make things from scratch that, like, just, you know, have a vision. And then there's folks who just, like, improve upon ideas from others and that's not like nothing but it's more of an like incremental uh, update or an execution thing and i feel like lady eve is one of those people who like has a vision and tobias is just like executing really well Mm -hmm. right yeah because he's still alive whereas lady eve died (laughs) (laughs) i feel like uh plus one tobias (laughs) <laughs> I mean, well, to Lady Eve's credit, she came back. 
Okay. She did. No, I know that. I'm not. That wasn't the okay. Wasn't because I was questioning whether she's alive or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying mm. that Tobias hasn't been killed yet. Mm. That's true. He's he's had a long, long life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Almost like Gravedigger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Almost. How old is Lady Eve? You know what? Maybe Tobias is older than Gravedigger. Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter. How old is Lady Eve? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Also, we found out her name is Evelyn. Yes, we did. Because we found out that Peter Gamby trained her. Or mm-hmm. Peter Esposito, as he was known. Yeah. I'm All not... these little, like, webs of interactions. Yeah, that's why this was a big episode. I'm not sure if they mentioned that Lady Eve worked for the ASA at first. Yeah. Was that common knowledge yeah. before now? I don't think so. It does explain a lot of things, though. Like why she's so into all this meta stuff. Yeah. And how she has like, a foothold in the in Freeland. I vaguely kind of feel like maybe she said something about the ASA back in season one. Okay. But that was a lot of like maybes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, you know who else got a shout out this episode? Uh, no. Perenna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think she's going to come back? In this season? Oh, man. Uh, how? <laughs> that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. This season has had a lot of of uh, people in it. Mm-hmm. And they've also had not very much of Tobias or Henderson. Yeah. And I think that might be a budget thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. although Wayne Brady isn't like an A-list celebrity, he's also not like a D-lister, you know? Yeah, like, I know who he is. Yeah. As soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, hey, it's Wayne Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I recognized him without the uh, without knowing his name. I didn't see his name in the credits. I saw him in the show. I said, oh, that's, that's old Dub B. Nobody calls him <laughs> Dub B. But you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they had uh I don't know who else has been in this season. Oh, uh Braxton, who I feel like is a D list celebrity, no offense. But you know, like uh well I don't know. What what's the list? What's a D list celebrity? Is that a thing? Did I make that up? I don't no, I know A list and B list. I mean there's all the letters, right? A Z list? Is that exactly. is that is that me? Am I a Z listener? That, that, that's us. Wow. Okay. Hey, at least you're on the letter, huh? <laughs> but uh, uh, who's you know, Braxton? Uh, um, uh, I don't know his actual name, but he's the one that was like, uh, "What do you think about that? I got your powers." And Jefferson was like, "Yeah, she oh. got my suit." And he's like, "Good point." And then just passed out. Right. I I didn't know who he was. Right. So he he was okay. in other things, you know, he was in the Jamie Foxx show for like 10 years. Mm. He was mm. in, uh, I forget what other stuff he was in, but like he was somebody, uh, mm-hmm. they got Bill Duke, who's been in like <laughs> so many movies, like mm-hmm. over the years, right? So mm-hmm. he can't come cheap. 
Mm-hmm. Um, who else they got? They got like a. Uh, I don't know if there were more cameos in this season. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were, but I can't remember because it's been so long. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the the like the budget is one thing, but also being able to pull these names is another, right? Yeah. Like yeah. like you said in in the last episode, uh, Wayne Brady isn't known for doing non-comedic things i -hmm. think Mm -hmm. he's like done cameos on different things and he he hosts um pressure luck is that the thing is that the show sure okay but like the point is that he he's usually in like a comedic role right and like yeah he's a big enough name that people would recognize him but like Mm -hmm. he also is doing this you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. it's like weird it's like uh I, i don't know it's it's good to see so much stuff happening with the show and to see like these uh guest stars. Mm-hmm. So it's just like something I wanted to point out. And I feel like I'm getting to see other sides of these guest stars too. Or like get introduced to people that I didn't know before. So like um Perenna, like I knew from the Cosby show. Um mm. and Wayne Brady from Living Single. Uh-huh. We've talked about this. She's cousin Pam. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, and like Wayne Brady and you from stuff, but I haven't seen this like dramatic action, like dark side of him, you know, and Bill Duke, while I now know that he's been in a ton of stuff, I never saw a predator. So hmm. I, I, I didn't know who he was until he showed up as Adele. And I was like, who's this creepy dude? <laughs> Why is he so creepy? <laughs> Why doesn't he go to Gambia and get his suit taken in? <laughs> I feel like Seriously. I give him a hard time. But I don't think I... I think if you've ever seen me in a suit, you should be giving me the same good advice. Get that let out or something, you know? Tie it around the edges. <laughs> But yeah, I I get your point. Yeah. Mhm. All right. Well, yeah. I I was gonna say that maybe we'll see Perenna, but then at the like at the end of the Khalil part of this episode, Jennifer was like, "Well, see you around," and Khalil was like, "Nope, you yeah. won't see me." <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. Let, let's come right back to this, but let's also not forget, uh, Cress Williams. You know, it was in great hits like never been kissed right <laughs> <laughs> and also living single mm-hmm. so i mean like it's it, you know it's there's just lots of lots of people in these shows i don't know anyway uh yeah that was um <laughs> that was a not great scene i mean not great as in like the scene was bad but like not great as in like the message that was being sent because it seemed to me like khalil's gonna commit suicide Mm. Which is mm. not a great thing to end on, you know. That's not what I got out of that, huh? Oh, what did you get out of it? I maybe I'm just being innocent, but I thought he was just like gonna go off and find himself because he was like, I gotta live with um, painkiller and like uh-huh. I know I have a soul. Like it. So what I got out of that scene was that Jennifer like couldn't really see shades of gray in between. She was just like, she went from like, Khalil's like, you know, the love of my life. He's like, wonderful. He could never do any wrong. 
to thinking that Khalil was just like terrible, mm-hmm. which like, yes, like he was choking her and like trying to kill her and all of that. So like, yes, but she like couldn't make eye contact with him. She just like didn't want to have anything to do with him mm-hmm. and just like written like wrote him off, you know, mm-hmm. and then Khalil for, for me, it seemed like until now he's been like uh, trying to figure out like how to live in this world and it seemed like he was in a worse place before but in this episode it seemed like he was able to fight off painkiller and like shut him back in the firewall Mm -hmm. and so i don't know i i got the impression that he started to believe in himself more and like needs to find himself Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't necessarily mean being around other people because he might hurt them but he i i got the impression that he's starting to believe himself Mm-hmm. so that's interesting that we got like very wildly different takes in that scene yeah huh I get what you're saying guess we'll find out if we ever see him again <laughs> uh, the reason I said that it sounded like he was going to commit suicide was because they were hinting very strongly at him having PTSD and also mm-hmm. hinting that, like, PTSD is not a joke. It's something mm-hmm. that you need to, like, take seriously and try to get help for. And, like, something sure. you can't really fix on your own, you know? Mm. And so mm. for there for him to say uh, that he shouldn't be alive when he was talking to Gamby and for all of his, like, uh, depression that he's been in and then mm-hmm. this last thing with Jennifer, the way that mm-hmm. he said, no, you won't, seemed very, like, on the nose to me. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I do. I do. Even though I give Khalil a hard time on the podcast, I don't want them to like kill him off again. You know. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'd I'd prefer that he followed your path. You know, mm-hmm. if if we're still writing the story as we tend to do, uh, mm-hmm. I would prefer that he follow your path rather than mine. You know. <laughs> hmm. Excuse me. Um. When did Khalil say that what uh did he say anything about like not having something to live for or anything like that this episode um I don't know because it I don't know like this episode he didn't seem as forlorn even before the whole like fight situation okay and and he was like like he accepted Gamby's like gift of the sketchbook and stuff. And I, at first I thought he was going to like journal in it. And then he was like drawing a picture of Jennifer in it and stuff. Um, but I don't know. He didn't seem as withdrawn, I mm. guess. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't want Khalil's story to be that tragic. Yeah, he's had a like rough he's go already- of it the whole time. He really has. He really has. His whole yeah. life could have been different if he didn't go to that march. Mm. You know, he didn't. I, mm-hmm. He didn't even want to go to that. Is that right? Yeah. Didn't he only go because Jennifer wanted him to, or something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What a he could have what just a been this running been. track and. Yeah. He would have been running track and not washing his body parts. 
<laughs> and like lived his little fungusy life. <laughs> wow. They just call this show right? The Butterfly Effect, the TV series. <laughs> and just don't have Aston Kutcher in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, let's touch on this last thing and then end this episode. It's getting pretty long. So, Lil, Lil, yeah. Lynn. Lynn? Yes. They talked about her addiction. Mm-hmm. And there was that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got? I'm turning it over to you. <laughs> well, I mean, for the first time ever, it feels like she admitted that she is an addict and mm-hmm. that she was going through withdrawal. Um, and when she found her little stash, I thought that... She... Did she take one? I don't think so. Well, you know what? Took... I don't know. Because I also thought Tobias Whale was in the chopper when they were leaving last episode. And apparently he was not. <laughs> so I can't be trusted. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she took a pill out, and then it cut scenes to the dinner, where she, like, handed over the stash, but it seemed like it had one less thing in the little thing, so Mm. I think she took one last pill, and then, like, came clean, um, but even when she was talking about her addiction stuff, she, like, still kept bringing it back to Jefferson, and how, like, she understood how, yeah, like, mm, Because I don't think Jefferson ever admitted to being addicted to having powers or electricity running through his body. That's just like Lynn's unprofessional diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. And that that bothered me because like that's just who Jefferson is as a person. And like he has powers. Like he that's the fact. And he uses them and it means that he can do things that other normal humans can't. But it's it's not the same way that she was like actually addicted to a substance, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And like I know that there's like the whole power corrupts and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I think in Jefferson's case it wasn't necessarily the like meta powers that corrupted him. It's just like sometimes he's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Know? And and that's uh so that's like kind of humanizing because it's something that yeah. anybody can fall into you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like you can run parallels to um, maybe going to the gym and working out or something right like people do that mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people do that because um they want to be healthy some people do it because they like the way it makes them feel and look and whatever and some people mm-hmm. do it because uh the the like way it makes their body feel uh like mm-hmm. the ke- chemical effect Right, the uh, mm-hmm. endorphins and whatever. endorphins. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so like you can kind of draw parallels there, there, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it, I think those are good parallels to draw because it's not exactly clear which which thing Jefferson is aligning more with, right? Mm-hmm. If he's doing mm-hmm. it for the endorphins, then yeah, it's more like the addiction thing, and you can sort of see that, right? But if he's mm-hmm. doing it more because it either makes him feel good or because he feels some sense of justice or because. Mm-hmm. He wants it's like a healthy release for him, or like for any of these other reasons, then it's like mm-hmm. much further away from what Lynn's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think. And I'm sorry, Jefferson's- to be clear, I'm not saying that like if you're doing it for the endorphins, there's something wrong and like you should get help mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm right. just, I'm like saying that there's different reasons that people do whatever, you know? Yeah. And I feel like any flaws with Jefferson's character are that he's just like the self righteous, like, 
dad who like thinks he knows better for mm-hmm. than anyone else in his family kind of mm-hmm. thing um but that's not because he's black lightning that's because he's a dude mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful if you're a dude be careful <laughs> you don't want the power to go to your head i mean it sounds like a joke but i'm being very serious <laughs> yeah so i don't know lynn still bothers me i yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was a weird scene. And and I'm glad I wasn't alone in thinking that. Yeah. And like I'm I guess I'm like glad that she's coming to terms with being an addict, but at the same time, she also like messed up last week's mission because she like left the recipe for like how to transfer powers between people in Markovia, apparently. Mm-hmm. She's just like dropping everything everywhere. Yeah. And so now, like, Gravedigger can just, like, take on any power. hmm So that's a fun thing to look forward to. So, I don't know. What do you think we're going to see next week? Who knows? Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see the entire storyline of the series in this one episode. <laughs> Do you think that there's more storyline of the series to come? I hope so, because yeah. I don't know what you do with just this. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If yeah. there's not, it becomes Arrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you just exactly. have to start making stuff up as you go. I mean, I think they've been making stuff up the whole time. But you know what I mean? Sure. You have to like start taking very large liberties. Yeah. I think that's why I still like the show because at the beginning of this episode, like you said, it seemed a little after school specially. And I was like, all right, whatever. It's another episode. But then by the end of this episode, I was like, oh, it's like coming together, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, let, let this be the last point here and we can end this episode because we're quickly encroaching on an hour. Um, up until now, there's been like an air of mystery around like, what's been going on, why it's been going on, and who's responsible for what. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this one episode, they've sort of uh, dispelled the fog. And pointed know? the finger straight at the U.S. government? Yeah, and, like, everybody that's responsible. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, like, because, for, for me, because I didn't know what was going on, I was always still intrigued to be like, oh, well, what's when are they going to finally explain this thing? When are they going to finally do this? When are going to, you know, like I was, mm. I was hoping for like breadcrumbs the whole way. Right. But they gave mm. me the full loaf, you know? Mm. And so mm. I don't know if I'm hungry anymore. Mm. How's that mm. for a metaphor? Wow. <laughs> huh? I want to eat this loaf for a while though. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I feel like there's still some mystery around Lady Eve and like Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, how does Lala keep coming back? Like, I don't really understand how that works. I, Lazarus, I think they're back together. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I feel like there is still like enough of a mystery to keep me intrigued, hmm. okay. and. 
and like they gave me the whole origin story and all that, but now I'm like interested in what Gravedigger does next, you know? Mm-hmm. So I I'm still here for it. Okay. Yeah. I My stomach's like been growling the whole time. <laughs> you should probably eat some food. I feel like the uh the um what do you call it? It's it's uh it's not the theme. Oh, I can't remember the name. There's a word for this. But like I feel like the the like purpose of the show tone? or like the arc of the show. Yeah, mm. tone maybe. I don't know. Something about the show has switched from being um in the upswing, like the the world building uh uh start of the series to now mm-hmm. being in the like main area and maybe mm. even on the down, you know? Mm. Mm. Okay. So I guess I'm saying that uh, I feel like this episode is the turning point in the Black Lightning series, television series. Mm. Mm. So at this point, you're like, if you're in it, you're in it because you like the show and you want to see what the characters do now mm-hmm. rather than like trying to understand who the characters are and what they're, what they're up to. Mm-hmm. And like, who knows how long they'll be able to keep that going. Mm-hmm. But like, you can mark my words that I think like this might be the point where the show starts to end, you know? Mm. Wow. That's a strong thought. I mean, when you've explained how everything came to be, then like what else can you do? Right. You can either try to live with the characters for another eight seasons and then slowly lose ratings <clears throat> or you can like end it, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole briefcase revelation wasn't like as revelatory to me. Oh, like it was big. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it was big, but I feel like I was more intrigued by the gravedigger origin than right. like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all intertwined. Yeah, it is intertwined, but like, um, the whole situation with like the government being involved, like we already knew that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Um, like it. So, th- a lot of the show has been about metaphors for the real world, and the fact that the government created Grave Digger, and then like, did he get stationed in Markovia or? Yeah, something happen? like that. I wasn't paying too close of attention. It was well, a, I like, was paying close of attention, but it was a big chunk. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big brain dump. Um, but I feel like that is paralleled with like the real life US government like going into like coups of other governments and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So like it it didn't seem like as oh my god, what? what what to me it was just like oh this is like some meat you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i i'm i'm optimistic okay yeah all right is that it yeah this was a long episode (laughs) okay all right i mean we had a lot of we had a lot of stuff to talk about and also yeah i took the reins on this one so that explains why it was a long episode because i tend to ramble (laughs) But but you didn't bird walk. Yeah, I'm disappointed just, in myself. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Next week, you can turn into a bird. That's my whole thing, you know? That's, that's who I am as a person, is a bird walker. Cool. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>